Yo, what's good, brodies and babes? This is the Dynasty Bros Fancy Football Podcast redraft episode. And this is where you come for your fancy football needs and to chop it up about the latest NFL news. I am Dynasty Bro Dot here with my co-bro. Dynasty Bro Vic, aka Chief Sosa. What's up, man? How you doing, bro? I need I need a little bit more Sosa, bro, today. We got a we, <laughs> we got an episode for him. So I need you to pull a little bit more Sosa out. All right. That wasn't the one. Nah, bro, it's too chill, bro. You, I need a little bit more smoke right now. You, 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 Vic, you nice, bro, Vic. I need a little bit more salsa, bro. I got you, man. man I'm sure the topic will, uh, will get me there. All right, so look, we got a fire episode, man. You know, we always got the four minute offense. That's to tell you who to add and drop going into your next week. But this week is special, man, because last year we had a crazy situation happen. So nicely, bro, Vic. Um. You know, you got a nickname we want to call this guy? I don't want to put a real name out. Nah, man. Let's just just call it what it is. It's, it's dump gate season, so I'm sure y'all can see it on the screen. Um, so that's just what it is. We'll, we'll leave it at that, man. All right. So uh, basically, we have a situation that we're going to explain. And let's just get straight to it. Look, dump gate. So last year, rolling into the end of the season, you know, Dynasty Bro Vic is in one of his leagues, man. He's dominating. He's telling me every week, hey, bro, I'm kicking a A, whatever. I'm like, that's what's up, bro. Go and win out, you know, dominate your league, dynasty pro style. You know, we was kicking that off and we back and forth filling each other in on how everything going. He called me one day after work. He's mad. He like, hey, man, you know, couple cuss words get throughout. I ain't going to call him out like <laughs> on which ones he said. But he like, man, they trying to play me out of winning, getting this dub real quick, getting this belt. I'm like, what happened? So I guess. One of the guys in his league tried to team up with a guy that was getting his A kick and just start sending players, sending players. Like, I'm going to send you my Joe Mixon for your backup Carlos Hyde at the moment. Like, stuff like that, man. And just trying to really, like, make the league look bad. The integrity of the league is getting jeopardized at that point. And it's just looking like you guys are trying to do deals so I don't win. And um, you get to the point where that's trash. And what's worse is the commissioner was slight in cahoots because he was letting all this stuff ride. So it's like, come on, man. Commish, step up, do your job. You see people. So so basically, the word or the phrase dump gate is because you're basically trying to dump your good guys off on somebody else's team without it being a fair trade. Dump gate, you know, so. That's what we got today, man. It's funny. We was going to just bring it back up as part as the normal episode, because really all we want to do is talk about how to get ready, protect yourself going into the fantasy playoffs. It should be coming up in a couple of weeks. You know, I hope you guys been playing. Hope you finish strong. Hope you guys are dominating. But there's a few things you got to watch out for, some different strategies you can use and look forward to it. But the biggest one right now that's, that's on our list is Dumpgate because uh, Nicey Bro Vic called me today and said he got another Dumpgate situation this year. So it happens. It happens. It's not the same guy. It's not the same league. So uh, I'm excited to hear the one that he has going today. I'm going to let him explain that. Um, we're not going to really break down break down the one from last year it was a really fragile situation it turned into an on-site situation i don't want no problems with that so before we go anywhere i'm gonna ask vic one question and then we're gonna let last season dump gate go chief sosa the the beef you had last year with the dump gate guy 
Is it still on site? I haven't asked you this in a while. I need to know if it died down or anything yet. Hey, for the record, man, you know, <laughs> they called on site, so I just got to keep Nikes in my trunk, bro. Hey, you know, you know, I'm a spare guy. Explain you know, to the people person. what on site mean, just in case they don't know, bro. <laughs> on site mean when somebody say on site. By the way, we don't promote violence on this podcast. <laughs> on site means when I see you. We're gonna fight. Right, it's coming out of church, leaving a daycare, leaving a store. Those are just words you don't play with. So, hey, all I know is my guy a year ago was feeling tough in a group chat. So, hey, t- to me, you know, th- those are just some words you just don't just say just to look like the tough guy. So, whatever, man. So, based on that, and hey, for me, there's no expiration on that, man. So, hey, <laughs> that's just what it is, man. Going hey, but, into uh, the holidays, man, it's still on site. We <laughs> heard it here first. Nasty bro, nasty bro, Vic. He, we, my guy here, giving out free turkeys and on ass whoopers at the same, same time, bro. Jive turkeys, bro, two for one. But uh, <laughs> hey, going back to last year, man. Actually, he ended up dump gating to the commission. The commission ended up taking on some of his players and still lost in the championship. So, dump gate. It's it's a sensitive topic. You know, it's a heated topic and it happens. And I thought that was behind us, man. You know, we was even going to celebrate the one year anniversary, but it's like, you know what, let's let it go. But literally a dump gate happened today in, in another league. So clearly it's a it's a certain set of people that play fantasy football like this that just don't know how to win straight up. So it's a thing, man. All right. So rolling into this year. I haven't had any dump gate situations. I'm in a lot of dynasties. Usually in dynasty, you don't have to really worry about dump gate because a lot of guys really want to keep their guys. You're not really jeopardizing your team to let somebody else win for that moment. So fill me in on this year, man. How did it roll around? Um, Fill me in on what the trade looked like this year in dump gate that you've seen, (laughs) bro. If you can elaborate on it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Well, so this is a uh, ESPN league, man. And, I wake up to an email. So I read the email saying a trade went through. I was like, okay, that's interesting. It's about that time of the year where people want to get trades in right before the playoffs. So I, I uh, looked at the trade and I was like, okay, all right, it looks, you know, it's, it's, it's a four for four, you know, it's a four way swap. I was like, okay, that's a little, uh, it's a little heavy. It was four for four, man. Yeah, they had the four for four. So I was like, man, let's peel that back, man. Let's see what's really going on. So that's another thing, too, about these trades. Don't get lost in the player for player. You got to see what it comes down to. Like, you know, what was the real intention of that trade? So, you know, I looked at the trade, man, and it involved the number two team in the league and it involved literally the last team in the league. So clearly one team's already in the playoffs. The other team's not in the playoffs. Like there's nothing they can do over these next couple of weeks. So let me tell you what the team did who's the number two seed. They sent Aaron Rodgers, T. Higgins, Gronkowski, and David Montgomery for T.Y. Hilton, A.J. Green, Jamal Williams, and Dalvin Cook. So clearly this was a trade just to go get Dalvin Cook, just to you know stack their team basically. And here's the kicker, man. Apparently, this is a mother and son, so it was in a family type thing. That's just what makes it even more worse. So once you put in those extra details, um, it's just it's just crazy, man. And then after I literally looked at the trade, my initial thought was, okay, let me go look at the trade deadline. Trade deadline is set for tomorrow. 
And then after I got down to the trade deadline, I got a text from the commissioner saying, veto that trade right now. <laughs> like, this is literally me just waking up, checking out the trade, looking at the trade deadline, and I'm reading a text from the commissioner saying veto. And everybody vetoed up, the trade. Man. Hey, shout out to the commissioner. Um, and, and man, shame on the, the mother-son combination, man. The real question is, who was the number two seed? Was it the mom or the son? Uh, it's, 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 it's under the female's name, but I wouldn't be surprised at this point if the guy is running two teams, you know what I mean? I don't know. It could be a situation where he's running the team or it could be a situation where, Hey, the mom's helping the son out or vice versa. You just never know in these situations, man. But either way, given that there's a relationship there between the two people, um, it definitely looked fishy and he got That's caught out. Trash. That's super trash, bro. I'm glad they got caught out. I bet you they and they feelings acting like what nothing wrong with the trade. But it is what it is. It's always kind of sketchy anyway, man. When you the last last team, last seat out, you can't do anything anyway. To make a trade is just fishy in general, bro. You should there's no way you could boost your team and redraft. Like you're out. Don't be that guy. That's trifling, bro. So that guy or gal. But uh yeah. another thing too, man, like had this trade have gone down maybe a couple of weeks ago, I mean, we would probably wouldn't even be talking about it just because for one, it's still like at that point, four weeks left in the season. Okay, maybe someone's trying to make a late push to get one of the last seeds. But literally, the playoffs is pretty much sewn up. Now, I will say it's it's a division, you know, set up in our league. So, literally, everyone's tied for second place in that division. Um, <laughs> so, I, I can get where the motivation would come from, but there's still, a you know, the right and wrong way to play fantasy. It's not that deep at the end of the day. It really ain't, bro. It really ain't. All right, so uh, before we get into some of these playoff strategies, what's up, Dan, my guy? Hey, before I get into what I was about to say, before we get into these lead into the playoff strategies, Vic, what the hell is wrong with Carson Wentz, bro? I feel like we should do a daily check-in with the Eagles, bro. What the hell is going on with Carson Wentz, bro? Man, I don't know, man. People are saying he's having a Blake Bortles-type meltdown, you know, a guy that looked like he's going to be something, and then he's just on the declines. We saw that with Mitch Trubisky, too. So, you know, maybe it just took, what is this, year four for him? Yeah, maybe just bro. Took, maybe it just took another extra year for it to hit the Carson Wentz. But I didn't see this coming, man. I'm not even going to lie to you. Bruh, he looks bad, man. And I know the O-line doesn't help any, but uh, – I don't know. You're a big Fogum fan, and I know that I love Jalen Rieger, and you like him too. And, you know, Goddard's back healthy. You don't really need both tight ends because as long as you got one talent, talented one, that's fine. Alshon came back, even though he doesn't, he doesn't like his old self. But he has weapons back, and he still looks bad, bro. I'm concerned. I don't know if this is a Carson Wentz-led team next year, man. If it is, I'll probably be shocked, to be honest, man, because – I don't know, man. He looks bad, bro. Like, that's a dramatic fall of talent, like, in in one year, bro. It's crazy. It is, man. And I kind of want to see what Jalen Hurts has. It would be nice to see them, you know, if they are going to pull him. You know, let's get some Jalen Hurts in there. I know he's been in there. You see some flashes of him. It's usually a, a like a direct run, QB snap type play. But let's see him throw. Let's see what he can do. So they took him in the second round. That's a high drive pick to invest on a quarterback, especially if you – Already got Carson Wentz in the room, so maybe they saw this coming um, for them to invest a second round pick in Jalen Hurts. Damn. Well, bye bye Carson, bro. I hope you make it somewhere else, man. I don't think you're trash. You're just 
bad this year. All right, so uh, before we get hey, real quick, he's he's the East Coast Jared Goff man, same player to me. Like Jared Goff, Carson Wentz, same guys. Like they can boom or bust. You just never know. Man, Goff isn't having a horrible season this year, man. Uh, they have games where they let them when they let them air it out. Like yesterday, actually, they actually let them air air it out, bro. Uh. Yeah, man, they let golf air it out. And they they kind of shot away from the whole running game yesterday. And he, uh, yeah, he made a couple uh, interceptions, but he was hey, you see what he did to his receivers though. They took the hell off. So that That's was true. good to see. That was good he to did. see, man. And and they need to be involved, man. He has two more than two talented receivers to be honest. Woods is great, Cup is great. You know, Josh Reynolds is a good receiver when he's out there playing. And then uh, you know, Van Jefferson's out there, you know, rookie dominating. So, um, I like his weapons, and I don't know. They just need to let him air it out more, honestly. So, but that's that. Shout out to White Sam, man, and he was a Wentz Wentz fan. He was. Yeah, that's I his think, team, though. Eagles, right? Uh, I don't know. Nah, I don't. Sam, I don't think the Eagles is Sam's team. I think like the Eagles. Okay. No, nah, I think he just like Carson. But uh, all right, before we get into uh, the the strategies leading into the playoffs, where you get that Laker hat from, bro? It's in a Laker hat, man. This is a, it's a Dynasty Nerds hat, man. Shout out to to the Dynasty Nerds family, man. So I wanted to rep rep the fam. Uh, well, you can't see it from afar. It looked like a Laker logo. Let me zoom in. Ah, uh, okay. Now I see it with the zoom in on them, boy. Boy, you cold today, boy. Hey, I'm, I'm chilling <laughs> over. I'm actually uh, I'm gonna run after this, bro. I'm just ready to. Uh, I'm thinking about oh, my guy got after it. This. My guy got his berries on and everything. <laughs> yeah, man, with the Nikes in the trunk, man, and the Nike sandals. You just never know. Make it a good meal, my guy. You shouldn't be eating dinner that late. All right, man. So, <laughs> catfish nuggets, bro. About to, about to go to Jordan's <laughs> with the lemon pepper on there. With the lemon pepper, lemon pepper. Yeah. All right, let's get this ball rolling. Um, so strategies. I got some. I hope you got some going into uh the fantasy playoffs, man. We need to make sure we're prepared and we're on track for 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 anything that can go on, good or bad, man. So uh I'll kick it off, man. I'll start with a couple and then um uh, maybe you'll elaborate on them, and then maybe you have some and then I can elaborate on. Them. So um let me start here. Um I really like checking the waiver wire. That's like my main start, you know, just checking to make the waiver wire. And um, because you need to check it for so many reasons, you need to make sure there's no studs on there. Um, I know you have a story about, you know, picking up a stud. Um, and then uh, you need to check the, the check for the simple fact that you might not have guys that are going to have the best best strength of schedules man going into the playoffs so you might be able to double up on a quarterback and swap out every week um honestly uh if you're in a league that plays with defenses i know a lot of people don't but people still do you can double up on defenses man and try to find strategies like that i know there's not a lot of defenses that are taking off this year but there's still some real bad offenses man and if you can luck up to have somebody play against the jets or the jaguars or Something like that, man, and you you luck up to get that defense for a playoff week, man. That could just, you know, spiral you past 
the next guy's defense. So I like starting with checking the waiver wire, man, because there's so many reasons that you need to look on there because there might be guys you need to pick up, whether it be defenses, quarterbacks, anything. Um, so let's start there, man, with the waiver wire. Um, and tell the people about a guy that you just picked up off the waiver wire, waiver wire a couple weeks ago, man. I know that's fire. Yeah, actually, uh, going back to last night, because I was playing keep away, I actually picked up a kicker just because I was only up by 13. And you never know, going into Monday night, you could easily lose by 13 points or, you know, or at least regain, you know, the close the gap on the lead with 13 points. So um, that's one thing I want to call out to make sure you're working the waiver wires, even if you're playing keep away. So try to have a throwaway player on your bench. That's what I like to call it. Somebody that, you know, you're literally just leveraging them just to move around and pick up people and then throw them away for the next week and then target, you know, the next roster spot. So, um, but that remind me, who's the guy I picked up? I know I picked up Antonio Brown. Nah, man, you just told me you picked up Austin Eckler, man. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Austin Eckler, I actually got him a couple of weeks ago. Um, so someone had dropped him in a 14-team league. I couldn't believe it, especially since you got IR spots, which is even more crazy. But you just never know. So check your leagues. Austin Eckler, he's returning to practice. He might play this Sunday. Hopefully he does. Um, but people have literally thrown these players away. And this is a time of the year where people are in so many leagues, they can't even keep up with who's out there. And, I mean, how many times you look at, you know, your leagues and see, man, that person was out there. Had I paid more attention, I probably could have put in a claim. So there's some gems out there for sure. True that, man. Um, I know this is our redraft episode, but uh, shout out to Sam since he's writing in right now. I just want to say in our in one of my dynasty leagues, bro, I picked up Cam Akers for a free waiver wire priority. That's fire. I actually uh, got Denzel Mims for like 17 bucks. I put in a claim like this is a guy that was, you know, supposed to be one of not the top rookie wide receivers, but he's a guy that, you know, the, the name was up there in terms yeah, of man. someone to watch. So I just add him. Now he's like towards the bottom of my bench as a stash. So. It it's a good stash, bro. In, in a class full of great wide receivers so far, I feel like he had the least opportunity to shine so far because of his offensive situation. You know, Sam Darnold ain't been playing. He came into the season banged up already. So, actually, you know, with his size and athleticism, and I'm excited to see what he do next year. And I actually have a lot of people that have been sending me trade offers for him, to be honest. I've been texting Sam, hey, should I take these? And I done held. Even though somebody just sent me a first round pick in the Pokemon League, so I'm, I have to pray over that one. It's enticing, but uh, what's good? That's the that's the crazy thing though, because like he's probably gonna have a different quarterback next year, whether it's Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields. But really, man, all along, if you ask me, that's a coaching problem. They need to get rid of Gase, and then from there, I think Darnold can flourish. But I know Darnold, he's been hurt and in and out the lineups this year and last year, so. Maybe they will look for another quarterback, and that gives them more time to build. If you got a, you know, another QB, you can just reset the clock on a rookie contract, so then they can flip Sam. So it makes sense. I can see it from that perspective. Hey Sam, no matter how big we get, we'll never flip you, dog. You're gonna be the homie no matter what. We won't trade our Sam. The Jets probably gonna trade they Sam. We'll never trade our Sam. Facts. All right. So look, um. One of the other things that uh, – how do you think about uh, doubling up on QBs and defenses going into the end of the year? Because for the most part, man, you should have your skill players locked in and set, man. And if you don't, 
I get it. An injury happened and you got a, a stud backup. That's fine. Zeke goes down and you have a Tony Pollard. Fine. But for the most part, man, you're not really trying to test your waters on playing Frank Gore in the playoffs, even if he has the opportunity. You feel me? So for the most part, you got those kind of guys locked in. But uh, playing matchups with quarterbacks, especially if you've been streaming and um, for the most part playing matchups with defenses because you're streaming. I like doubling up on those positions because you're streaming because uh, uh, a lot of those aren't going to be sexy rolling into the playoffs. So if you can already have those locked in leading into the playoffs, you look up strength of schedules. How do you feel about that strategy, man? That's one of the ones I usually do pretty heavy. Yeah, this is a time of the year where you definitely want to do your homework, hone in on the schedules, the matchups. And I even like to peek back to the previous week just to see, you know, how did, let's say, Tampa Bay or Denver handle the past game the week before? And then also mm-hmm. take it a step further. Were they missing key pieces on their defense? Maybe that's why the last team got off. So make sure you do your homework, understand the injuries, understand the players that are that were missing in action and understand the players that are coming back to action. And all that can impact everything. And also understand who's going to be out on your team because then that may open up more opportunities. As an example, Kenny Galladay, you know, he's been hurt. Um, I know DeAndre Swift's coming back, but Marvin Jones is going to be a hell of a play. And plus, he's always a hell of a play on Thanksgiving week, right? So that's automatic. Yeah. That's automatic. Um, all right. Um, how do you feel about – I know we say this a lot. So I feel like we need to say this rolling into the playoffs because now it's probably more important than week one when we're preaching it week four when we're preaching it so do not get cute with your rosters play your guys play the guys that have gotten you there and um don't bench julio just because he's playing against one of the top cornerbacks that is not what you do rolling into playoffs yes julio might be banged up right now but if julio's playing that's not a guy you get cute with because of matchups I understand you playing a guy that is a iffy guy in your flex due to matchups, but you don't get cute and sit your stud guys because of stuff like matchups. Um, how you feel about that, bro? Because that's important. I like it, man. I mean, look at last week. People were running from A.J. Brown because he had the tough matchup against the Ravens. Of course, it took him a little bit late to get going, but he still produced. So, man, you play your studs, man. Like, you just stick with your core. I only play matchups in the flex and also with QBs, um, but that's usually my philosophy because I don't want to get caught up in chasing points. And I do have a couple of teams where I did chase points, and I'm literally outside looking in, and I got to win my next two games and need a couple of people to lose. You don't, you don't want to be in that situation, so just stick to you guys. Yeah, I like that. Um, this is one thing I never really paid attention to, man, and as I get you know more in-depth into me trying to play and win and, and speak the knowledge of these week-to-week players – Rolling into the playoffs, make sure you get up early enough to check the weather, man. Um, because I this might have been a daily fantasy uh problem, but uh, not gonna lie, I was so in love with playing Kareem Hunt. I put money that he would score this week. Um, I put money, I played him in daily fantasy, so it's just one of the things where he did score, but he literally did nothing. The run game, like. The, the offense struggled. Chubb looked all right because he broke 100 yards, but it was no scores on his end. And just like check the schedule. I mean, check the weather because you don't want to be locked into playing somebody that 
might have to play in some snow going into the playoffs or playing in these bad, cold, rainy, muddy days. That's I don't want no parts in none of that stuff in the playoffs, man, because that's a bad way to go out, man. So how do you feel about uh, checking weather and stuff, man? Because uh, that's something I've actually been getting into, man. And I think if the weather's that bad, it is problematic, man. So what do you think about checking the weather? Yeah, I think it plays a factor, but it's not like, you know, it's probably like a 15 to 10% type impact yeah. as far as my decision making. I don't let it dominate. Like, if it's a rainy game, I mean, it's just one of those things where you're anticipating a rain game and then the game gets delayed and it's, you know, another 30 minutes go by now, it's clear. So I wouldn't play too much into the weather, but it's still something to watch. But again, they, they delay games all the time for that reason. So don't get too lost in the weather. True that, true that. All right, so um, those are pretty much my playoff strategies, man. Um, if you got a couple you want to throw out, but uh, those are those are the things I like to look into heavy, man. Um, just make sure I'm ready and set. So what about you, bro? Yeah, just to close it out, that way we can get to the four-minute offense. I would say set your lineups with confidence. I mean, don't go in, you know, don't go in there, uh, don't go in there shaky. That's what I'm trying to get at. So set your lineups with confidence, you know, Win, you know, if, if you play good, look good, win good, all that good stuff. So it starts with, with your mindset. Of course, we need these guys to perform. And fantasy football is luck. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. So we can give you all the advice in the world, but really it comes down to luck and outcomes and opportunities. So, but yeah, but set your lineups with confidence, man. So that's that's how you dominate your league, Nancy Bro style. So we're just taking a different approach. All right, guys. So with that, man, where can I follow you at before we get to this four-minute offense? Hey, follow me at Dynasty Bro Dot on Instagram and Twitter and follow the main Instagram handle at Dynasty Bros F F. What about you, Dynasty Bro? Well, Chief Sosa. Where can they find you at, my guy? Follow me at Chief Sosa FF, Instagram, Twitter. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen. Um, also join our YouTube, Dynasty Bros FF, and Facebook, Dynasty Bros FF podcast and shout out to black and white sports make sure you guys get them a follow those are big bros um also make sure you guys check out their taco tuesday that's coming up here shortly but uh yeah man that's all i got all right so four minute offense we're gonna be running a tab damn we are yeah we over it's we cool over, it's over. cool let's try to just get in and out then we don't have to take up the whole four minutes all right well let's just let i'm just gonna name my guys man so we can Go i ain't got we ain't got self explaining um nelson aguilar past seven weeks he has been over Double-digit points, no matter what, half PPR, whole PPR. He's been over double-digit points five of the seven weeks, man. Wide receiver for the Raiders. He's the number one guy, and Derek Carr looks good, man. And then uh, Mr. Gus Edwards, and I told you these plays, I don't care if it's a one-week play, one of the most run-heavy offenses, Baltimore Ravens. They're without Mark Ingram and J.K. Dobbins this week, and Gus Edwards actually looks just as good as Dobbins. Dobbins do I say it fuck he looks good when he's running the ball so he'll be their lead back so those two guys might lead you to some real good solid points this week so look into them who are your guys bro I like the I like the uh Gus Edwards call don't be afraid of the Steelers defense I mean last time they played him Gus Edwards had over 80 yards and a touchdown so clearly his confidence is going to be there and they're going to have to run the ball to keep Big Ben off the field so I like the call mm-hmm. um earlier in the show I talked about Austin Eckler who's returning to practice you also got uh, Chris Carson returning to practice. Um, also, Debo Samuel. So these are some ads. Um, and then also, we do want to add Will Disley if you need some tight end help. So, of course, uh, Greg Olson went down. That's one of my drops um, with the foot injury. 
it may be time for Greg to retire, to be honest with you. That was bothering him in Carolina, and it's just continuing over in Seattle. And, of course, unfortunately, we got to drop Joe Burrow. Um, so the rookie, number one draft pick, he went down with a nasty injury um, for the Cincinnati Bengals. He's probably not going to return until 2022, to be honest, because they're calling it a nine- to 12-month timeline. You got to give him the, the full year. That's a franchise QB. And then if you fast forward to next year, it's going to be middle of the season, week 13, heading towards the playoffs. Bengals most likely going to be under 500. There's no point to bring Joe Burrow back out. So I'm saying he's not even going to play next year, man, just given the timeline. It's not worth it. Sheesh. I believe you, bro. That's that's sucky. All right, man. You want to walk us out? Yeah, man. Look, hey, dominate your leagues, dynasty bro style. Uh, good luck going into your weeks, man. And take this advice, man. You got a couple more weeks into the playoffs, man. So listen to what we said. Do your thing. If you got any advice, hit us up at dy- questions at dynastybrosff.com. Or social media. That's quicker. Or social Real media. Time. Somebody hit me up for some star sit questions first thing in the morning Sunday. So that was pretty awesome. I answered. Told him stay away from girly. Play you some. Uh, I told him to play. Dang, I can't even think who I told him to play. But uh, he asked uh, me about Gurley. I told him. Told him to play Hyde, didn't you? Yeah, I told him to play Carlos Hyde. Hyde scored. and You know, that's what it is, bro. So, yeah, man, just anything you need from us, man, we the bros. (laughs) Ask us. I'm uh, I'm just going to close it out with hope everyone has a safe Thanksgiving with their family. Um, I know the CDC is recommending spending Thanksgiving with the people you live with. I'm listening to the smart people, so – yeah, that's that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna do the Zoom Thanksgiving hangout. But um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully everyone stays safe uh, during the pandemic. And uh, yeah, dominate your leagues, Dante Bro style. Until next week, peace and love. Mwah.